Imagine, if you will, a completely useless and irrelevant podcast. You don't have to. You've downloaded this one. Where two of the three hosts are connected by a third who isn't nearly as smart or funny as they are, but yet does most of the talking. Biff, the smart one, a Japanese native and resident of California by way of Toronto, is a computer programmer, yet is plagued by tech issues most episodes. Biff has played hockey with Jacques since the late 90s. But if Biff is so smart, why does he continue to co-host this podcast? Joe, considered by all who know him, including all the comedian guests they've had, to be the funniest person they know. Yet Joe says the only funny thing about him is his life is a joke. Gifted or cursed, you decide, with encyclopedic knowledge of video games, game shows, and 80 sitcoms. Then there's Jacques. What can be said about Jacques he won't say about himself repeatedly over the course of this episode, as he has every episode before of this Batman Forsaken podcast? The signpost up ahead says turn around, stop listening, but you're still here, sad. You've just crossed over into the Carnival Personnel Podcast. So, I'm dumb. Biff, I don't no. know. No. <laughs> no. Biff, no. I don't I don't know how Christmas is going to be for one of my little guys. I uh I saw his note to Santa. Really? Uh, what it, did the what did those notes say? Why don't you tell me what the note said? Define good. <laughs> I'm just going to tell your kids that there's no Santa. Well, you know what? Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, my kids have said they found the presents this year. They know there's no Santa. And I told them, oh, there's a Santa. We just always have to buy your presents because you're always on the naughty list. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Always okay. on the naughty list. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Carnival Personnel. Good old pal Jacques here. Now this is Biff. Ho, ho, ho. Merry non-denominational holiday. <laughs> this is Joe. So, a uh, couple things, guys. Uh, last week's podcast guest, Wayne uh, and, and Anthony, and good old What's-His-Face from uh, Open Mic Paint. Joe, how much fun was that conversation? Um, yeah, it was a, it was very fun. I, I enjoyed making fun of you as much as they enjoyed making fun of you. <laughs> that, that, that was a, one of the best parts when Anthony's like, Joe, do you just follow Chuck around life? Trolling him? Oh, that's the lemon you're going to pick out? <laughs> Up here I do. Up here in the brain. Uh, so that, that was a super, super fun. Those guys are great. First of all, I love their comedy. You know, that's first and foremost. Uh, they do have one of my favorite podcasts. And they're really good dudes, really good dads, but that was a really fun conversation. That said, it's hard to say that next week's sideshow that we just recorded, if it's not my favorite sideshow or maybe it's in the top five episodes of any show we've done, 
in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, uh, incredible. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, well, what's really great about it was that there was this five minute stretch where the guest is talking and not Jock, which is not we're not. You know, I'm not really <laughs> used to nice. that. Uh, our, our guest next week is one Bill Fay. Uh, look him up. <laughs> that's, that's all. I mean, it, it's funny because well, look him up on IMDb. IMDb, mm-hmm. um, or, or just give him a give yeah. him a cheese. Check it, check check it. You know, give it a good old cheese. Uh, it's funny because Wayne and I have recently had a conversation based on some of the people who have. Declined coming on either one of our podcasts, which is which is kind of funny. And I get it. Look, people are busy. People have stuff. But I'm going to sound like the dick I am. We've had some amazing guests, like some authors and some legit rocket scientists, some business tycoons. Yeah, you know, um, some big TV development people. But um, and I get it. You know, some great comics, some great, great, great comics. Uh, but Bill. You know, founder, creator of Legendary Pictures, executive producer of at least 30 movies, which we've paid to go see. I I mean, yeah, bottom line, like if you look him up on IMDb and look at the list of uh, movies and if you if you've seen none of them. You know, we question who you are. <laughs> I, I and I could have, I could have, I could have done a podcast on each movie. Um, I wanted to ask, and we just didn't have the time. Well, we did have the time, but is it harder to make a movie adaptation of a graphic novel or a redo? Because they redid Clash of the Titans, and the yeah. bar for because that's such a yeah. beloved, yep. beloved movie. And I remember having a conversation with them about they really wanted to get the owl. In there, the mechanical yeah, yeah, owl, because yeah, yeah. you had to, you can't. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of to have it in the same capacity as last time right. when it worked. But they, they would have burned the theaters down to the ground if you didn't somehow have that mechanical owl. Yeah, and I mean, he also made a little movie called Assimilate. Hello, <laughs> anyone? Uh, but you gotta love how I, you know, I mean, oh, and Independence Day. Yeah. That's right. uh, <laughs> Even it was funny. Right. Even one funny. A and one B in my book of movies. Uh, no, but it's funny how he was like, "How do you, how do you remember all that?" And and when I threw out the numbers, and he's like, "Jack, I'm not allowed to have conversations." So those numbers you threw out, you're just finding somewhere else. And <laughs> yeah. it up, you know, you know. Uh, yeah. but it, but it was. I and 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 some of my favorite stories that he told when he was a young kid just out of college and he accidentally invested uh, way too much in it. You'll have to oh, hear well, it on the podcast well, see, next uh, week. Yeah. But, that, but he's such well, a we, fun guy. We have to be careful what we even were previewing because it might right, get right. edited out before that, right? No, that's true. Good point. But it was. It was, uh, it was a super, super – like I said, I've known him over 20 years. I don't know a less assuming guy. Like, like, yeah. and and in an industry based on ego, and and you know bravado and all, he is the nicest. He doesn't have any right being as nice as he is, being as accomplished as he is. You know, if he anybody have nice to you as he is, no, dude, That's what the sure. fuck? I mean, honestly, the number of times, like I said. Once a month, once every two months, yeah. I would find a reason to be in Burbank and be on the lot. And again, like Joe and I have talked about, and you and I have talked about, if I mean, I never tired of driving by the Disney Studios in yeah, Burbank yeah. and seeing the Seven Dwarfs as the pillars, yeah. or going by the Animaniacs, you know, 
house, you know, the, right, the, the right, water right. tank on the lot. Or you know, how many times I go to Universal and just absolutely love love everything about it so that was super fun so guys thank you for for jumping on that and again he's just such a super guy and and as you could tell he's so excited about me jumping on his happy texas play that will be moving forward that you'll hear about next week yeah because obviously he needs me am i right well, you got that feeling yeah whatever yeah sure <laughs> you know who else needs us this audience, thank yeah, you so much is. for letting us into your ears. Uh, Jacques, what's on the docket these two next weeks or the past two weeks? I don't even know how, what I'm saying. What's on the docket? What's the hot item that you want to talk about right well, now? We we were going to uh, do a sideshow next week uh, to commemorate the life and accomplishments of the great Norman Lear. Mm. You know, passed away last week. Again, it's like when Betty White passed away at 99 and people are saying it was too soon and and same Norman Lear just was was prolific up into the very end, uh, putting con- writing books, giving lectures by all accounts. If you followed him on the uh, on Twitter, just being a really good guy, you know, yeah, I have his book. Like I have the his autobiography. Uh, it's down there somewhere. Uh, I haven't opened it yet. I have it though, and I maybe will be now inspired to read it mm. now that he's gone in his memory. Yeah, it, it, it's we will we will do, and I don't want to do it. Hey, this is his career in chronological order. I, you know, when we have our conversation, I, I like it to be what it meant to us, like you know, our formative years, the shows that he put out there. Uh, you know, long before like. People in the mainstream started talking about diversity. This is a guy, you know, putting together a, a you know, a mostly black class with the Jeffersons and, you know, B. Arthur, you know, good times. I mean, I mean, I mean, in, I mean the, in, in a way, right? I mean, Archie Bunker is the original Stephen Colbert, right? In a way, right? Right. So. Uh, <laughs> you know, fun, fun fact, and this is my and I've talked about it a thousand times. Archie Bunker was based on a not really a book, a pamphlet that was distributed in New York schools, uh, and it was called Mr. Bigot. And it was a guy Ooh. who's awful. And look at this guy who's being an awful bigot. It was an anti-racism thing long before it was cool to be anti-racist. <laughs> and, and Archie Bunker was supposed to be the most hated man in television. Right. And but people. People said, yeah, you know what? He says some horrible things, but look, he's hardworking. He's supporting his daughter. He's supporting his, you know, freeloading son-in-law. Like, like they, more and more people, and I hate to say it, was like Identified with them. Right. Yeah, they saw them as a hero, and like the wrong people were kind of getting the wrong messages from Archie Bunker. (laughs) Um, uh, and, and now we have uh, wrong sounding presidents. Presidents. <laughs> and, but, you know, and even, and even, you know, they recognized in the time and they changed his character. But the thing is, with his character, his character grew, you know, it had right. these, it had these moments. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it also, oh, I mean, is there, yes, there's, there's as big moments, but I don't know if there's a bigger moment than Sammy Davis Jr. kissing. Archie Bunker, yeah, like an yeah. interracial kiss yeah. on TV, yeah, <laughs> between two dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. that. But again, it's like you look at everything, and Joe and I were kind of joking. Maybe we'll. So we're trying to talk too much. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. 
Right. That's so that's on. so that's you, uh, it's the holidays. What are you guys doing? I mean, how are you guys stocked up for the? I mean, Joe, you got older kids, but they're home. Biff, you got an older kid to your home. I mean, are the holidays still big? Not, you know, it hasn't been. You know, it's one of those things where we had a couple of bigger holidays when, uh, you know, when my stepson brought his kid over for Christmas. But that's not happening this year. So we're like, you know, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At you, Joe. Uh, well, you know, we the last week we've had uh, half of my family were very like sick. You know, like they 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 came down with something. Um, they're getting over it now, but that kind of you know put a speed bump in our preparation for Christmas. Like I just hauled the plastic tree out of the um, basement uh, this morning. We pl- the pre-lit uh, plastic tree that I'm sure will biodegrade over. Not, you know, centuries from now, um, it's not going to. But see, with the global warming, it's just going to melt. That's true, right? Yeah. Or it'll just become a, a, the new tree. Like right, that's just right, what right. trees will be in the future. Is this? Pre-lit. I mean, I don't know if you. I don't know if you know this, Jacques, and maybe you don't because you know it never gets taken down. But like when you put up Christmas decorations, you also have to take it down. Like. Who says? Yeah, you know. that's where we fail. You know? That's where yeah. you and I are failures. You know, first of or all, anybody, whoever, you know, people who put up the Christmas decorations and then take them down. Let me let me check out the book of how things are supposed to. Oh, right. First of all, nothing rule books as an elephant can't pitch. That's right. That's right in there. We got that covered. Um, no, uh... he actually picked up a book for that. Joke. <laughs> yeah, we're on a podcast, dude. Yeah, but I will say, um, our our. Halloween decorations stay up year round. Yeah. You know, yeah. our house our house does. It looks like a mashup of the Munsters and uh, and Adams family. The difference we have this great 1972, you know, organ that looks like something out of like Phantom of the Opera and we have a skeleton sitting at that. Boom. Pop the Santa hat on him. You know? Right. Uh outside, same thing. We uh we have one of our 12-foot skeletons in uh and right now, boom. You know, Santa shirt, Santa cap, you know, and, and we strung Christmas lights on his hands to make it look like he's and the skeletons that stay out year round by the bar scene and we move them around. What's well, so, 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 Are you going to take the yeah. Santa hat off? At a certain oh, no, we will. Def- you- well, we have to take the Santa hat on because St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner. And I, I do. Mean, I'm just saying that's, you know. That's the work that I just don't want to bother doing. I, I I will. Well, it's funny because about three years ago, the wife had said it one day. It's like, it's like there's, and it's akin to you know our friend All Star Tommy. One day when he came in with the, uh, the uh, the patch sewn in on the first star jersey, and his wife's like, there are lights that have been out of this house for years. <laughs> You have time for that shit. You have time for this. It's like this one day she came home and the ADD kicked in and I spent seven hours set decorating outside. Went to Savers, got Hawaiian shirts for the the six skeletons out there. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I was telling Joe uh, four times and it just happened last week. It's the fourth time uh-huh. in about 18 months people have brought stuff. And put it with our displays, like that. War, you know, like an extra skeleton, a skeleton dog, like just people add to it. Uh, but right now, I went to Savers and I got a couple ugly Christmas sweaters for some of the skeletons. Which again, okay. in a in a couple months, maybe I'll do something for Valentine's Day. Maybe I'll do something for you know the pine tree in the house in the front yard it stays there year round. I can't do anything about Are that. Are you going to have a skeleton giving an "I have a dream" speech? Uh, for Martin Luther King Day, is that on the no? 
you know, uh, so just, just, just Joe, you know, uh, I'm no, not a very good person. A, um, so yeah, so our, our holiday it's, you know, and this year again, a little, I don't want to say bittersweet, but where we live, there's a Christmas tree farm, five houses away. And every year we walk over, uh, old guy who runs a farm, Rowley's farm, doesn't have any children to leave it to yeah. and, but donated it to the Audubon society two yep. years ago saying, Hey, this is the last year for Christmas. Next year we're going to do the the tomatoes and corn. Then one more year Christmas trees, and that's it. Uh, he he couldn't help himself, and he did two more years of the the far. The, it was great to have the corn, and but this is this is the last year of the Christmas trees. Yep. Um, but Joe, uh, you you took your Christmas tree out pre lit. I've seen it. It's nice. It's uh it's quaint. It's sweet. Uh, we have a real tree, and. Management has gotten her dream tree. Uh, we just got a sectional from Jordan's finally came in, a uh, pink couch. She got a pink Christmas tree to go with it. Oh. So we have two Christmas, Julie okay. Christmas trees. It is the okay. year of Barbie. So, yeah, fitting. Uh, and it is. It's great. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm me. So she got it. She loved it. She got these bulbs. I was at Target, saw a bunch of, like, you know, decorations that fit, got to put it on. So it, it is. This is. We still do the elf thing with our kids, which is great, which, you know, they tell us to stop doing it, and it's ridiculous, and we're pathetic. And then one morning I'll forget to have moved him, and they'll be like, you didn't move Martellus. <laughs> it's like, like, so they tell us to stop. But the one day, like last week that I forgot, uh, that, that Martellus didn't move, you know, uh, you know, driving to school, the, uh, the, the little one was like, you didn't move Martellus. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, you know. That, I don't do that. You know, something must have happened. He was, you know, one of you guys <laughs> must have touched him. Right. He's like, he got lazy this. Uh, he's a little lazy this year. You know, he's but, a little shifty. Uh, but we, 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 we have. We've like, we've got all the fun little accoutrements to go with. Different sweaters you can order. Different. There's people on Etsy who have Batman sweaters and El Kitty sweaters. So, uh, is it for kids or is it for me? <laughs> like, it, yeah. And although you know, so we're we're gonna do the Christmas uh, decorating. But I told the kids, sorry. Um, thanks to Bidenomics. Uh, well, there, is, there, there, there are no, there's not going to be any presents this year. You know, we were way too selfish with, our, with ourselves uh, the past couple of years. Unless you want me to sell all of this gold behind me, which is not <laughs> happening. I'm I sorry. Thought, so, so, um, if if you indulge us, your the rest of your family, uh, the the talented portion of your family uh they're on an outing right now joe what what kind of christmas outing is your family uh partaking in as you sit here and talk to biff and i they're christmas carolers wow. you know those people you make fun of and throw snowballs at if there were uh, snow if there was snow uh, <laughs> no it's 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 biff it's a full-on thing it, it's the, it might as well be 1880 uh-huh. and they their costumes are exquisite right uh, uh-huh. it, that's cool it's, it's a real and and, and they've been doing it when when did your boys start? How old were they when they started doing this? Uh, I don't know, maybe in their teens, you know, like, yeah, it was about five or six uh, years ago, I guess. I, I don't know. No, it's been I, earlier than that. I think, and hey, I think you it's know great. my family better than I do. I talk to them. They're, they're fantastic. You, you know, they're fantastic. You I'll talk to them in. one of these days. And, you yeah. know, at your wake. Uh, <laughs> God willing. They're not going to find the body, uh, but no. And what, 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 so, so yeah, there's no young ones in the house. Do you put up a tree, Biff? Do you put up lights? 
Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what <laughs> it's, you know. You know. Uh, Dad, Dad must have not put up the Christmas decorations yet. Listen, I am not in charge of any of that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I, I was quoting, uh, uh, um, uh, not Elf. Um, that Scrooge. was um, Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. Dad, Dad must have not got a chance to put up the Christmas lights. Yet. Right. Every other house on the block is lit, and theirs is drab and dreary. Yeah, yeah. that's six pounds of veal. <laughs> you know how much your family would kill for a present like that. In today's market, that's a yeah. hundred pair of meat, hundred dollars of meat right there. <laughs> uh, so I do, dude. I, I have my my Christmas playlist. I, you know, I have two of them on the listening device next to me. I won't say out loud because it will start playing. Oh, Alexa! But, but it's uh headphones, baby. Nice try, nice try. I, um, but no, it is. I do. I love it. I love it. I love the season. Um, it doesn't come fast enough. It goes too fast. Yeah. I cry at all the movies. I cry at half the songs. I get choked up. And now it's what's really nice is, you know, the, the youngest one is 13. He's not over it. He still likes a lot of it. But he has a couple friends who aren't from here who haven't done Christmas. And he's just really excited, like, to share Christmas with them. And, you know, a couple towns away, there's one of those houses – our house is one of those houses, but there's one of those houses. Like the Griswold house. It's a Griswold house, but they have like uh, hooked up to an AM radio station and the lights are cued to the music that plays AM you know, type thing. And it's real. it's awesome. And it's, and, and I took him there a couple years ago. We were kind of there and I'm like, Hey, we're going to hit this on the way home. No, it's stupid. Why do we, and now like today coming back from his football game, he's like, Hey, can we take Lucas to see the house in Wilmington? I'm like, yes, we can take Lucas to, so it's, it is, it's nice. You know, I, you know, at this point in time, I was hoping my oldest boy would have been really irresponsible, knocked up some chick and I'd have uh, you know, <laughs> another little kid in our life, but you know, uh, cause you know, management has, you know, a five and three year old work kid, but you know, uh, they, they don't, they they do. I'm, yeah, I'm just imagining the household that is your household, with all of you, and then Grayson as a single dad at his age. I'm thinking, oh no no no! Be one of those things where the kid wouldn't know that Grayson's his dad, thinks it's his older brother till he's like in the late, like the, the John Lennon thing, the John Lennon thing. You know he. You know, Jerry Lee Lewis. Right, right. Well, I don't, I, I don't want him to knock up his fourteen-year-old cousin. Like, I, I don't want him to... <laughs> that was another thing, you know. Okay, no. Uh, but no, I do. I, I, I love everything. I love everything about Christmas. I, I do. Um, you know, as just management, and we do. We, you know, we have. It's nice because our good friend Renetsky has come in for a couple of years. We usually have couple of years. Yeah, she she comes in on Christmas. I think she's spending Christmas with her mom. But we do have another friend who. Oh, I thought she was going to be there for a couple of you years. You said coming oh, no, for no, a couple no, of years. No, she's oh, been yeah. coming for the past few yeah, years. years. Yes, uh, she could, she could definitely. Yeah. She actually. The uh, stewardess. Are, I speak Jacques. The crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blood. Uh, across the street, she she actually with a house went on sale a few years ago. She's like, maybe I should move there. We're like, maybe you should. There's a. You know, a hospital, honestly, a mile and a half down the street. You could get a job there tomorrow. But, uh, but no, we do have at least one friend. There's possibly a second friend who's going to be staying here Christmas Eve. Uh, it's going to be interesting because management has to go to Chicago for work for, like, starting on Wednesday, and she gets back on the 23rd at night. And it's funny because, okay. again, the boys – 
they they kind of like yeah we're over all this stuff and then when they hurt mom's gonna be gone and it's like you're home for christmas right it's like <laughs> yeah okay all right you you guys want to be all tough and all over it but you still want your little mommy here at christmas niagara falls frankie sweetie <laughs> attila the hun <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so yeah, so, you know, and it's, it's funny because again, you know, management and I love Christmas movies. It doesn't matter if the boys are here, we will, we will watch all of them. The animated ones, um, you know, Prepped and Landing is, is one of our favorites. The new one that came out last year with Ryan Reynolds and, and Will Farrow, you know. Yes. Uh, oh, 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 it's, it's, um, what is it called? Uh, oh God, it's, yeah, it's about, it's like a Scrooge. Good movie. afternoon. Yeah. Yes. Good afternoon. Yes. I, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the description of the podcast. I, 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 I love it. Absolutely love it. And again, it's like, I don't think, I don't think it's not a Christmas thing. Joe and I quote, it's a wonderful life year round. It's a yeah. year round thing. Potter isn't selling. Potter's buying. And why? Because we're panicking and he's not. No, no, we, we can get through this. We just got to stick together. No one stopped Over. you, by the way. You know, no one, <laughs> you know. Before, what's your favorite Christmas movie that you inflectively go into rants over? <laughs> no, I mean, so you have to understand that, like, I was raised in a Japanese household, and Christmas is not a holiday in my country. So it's very Christmas is kind of at the Valentine's Day level in Japan. So, which you know. in Japan, uh, the women get the men presents on Valentine's That's Day. Correct. If I'm not crazy, see, see That's how much correct. I listen. See yeah. how cultured but, I am? Oh yeah, well, well, if you're so cultured, what 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 traditional food do Japanese people usually eat on Christmas? On Christmas, what tradition? I'm going to say uh I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a hint. It's a type of fast food. Oh, interesting. Well, I'm not sure if whale is fast food in Japan. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but but we did hear about the whale vending machine. I'll last give you another year. hint. We no, have it, it wasn't here. a whale vending machine. It was a horse vending machine. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, what's with the long face? I'm in a vending machine. Uh, is it McDonald's? Is McDonald's a big thing over there? It, it is for a different reason, but not for the Christmas reason. Uh, what is it, Joe? <laughs> you have me stumped. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. You have to reserve your Christmas Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like you cannot Kentucky Fried Chicken on Christmas Day is like honey baked ham over here, where there's just a line of people there to pick up their Kentucky Fried Chicken. If, seems... if you didn't reserve it, you're not going to get your Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, so my my people don't have the market cornered on white trash. It's, that's what I'm hearing. It's actually something that started late, like in the '80s. I didn't know about this until relatively recently because this that was never a thing when I was a. I mean, Kentucky Fried Chicken was relatively new in Japan when I lived there. So, but yeah, it's, it was this marketing campaign that went like bananas. I would watch a three-part documentary series on Netflix on how Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken yeah, took just, over Christmas yeah. and the land of the rising sun. I was spirited, 100%. by the way. Spirited. spirited. Thank you. That's Good afternoon, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, a fantastic shot in Boston. Yep. Fantastic um, new holiday classic. Instant. I think. I think the first airing, it became an instant holiday classic. So yeah. So that. So that's what's going on here. Um, you know, this. This the. The. You know, all the other stuff. The. The struggle with our kids. They're at the age where it's tough to get presents for because. Um, oh, what is it? Um, 
Oh, right. They're spoiled and privileged and have everything you fucking want. <laughs> like every day is Christmas with them. Like, I, you know, the, the, you know, the oldest one plays games and it's like if he wants a game, well, he has a job on the weekends as a lifeguard. He makes like 120 bucks a week. Yeah. He buys a new game every two or three weeks, three or four weeks. It's like, you know, he he has all the clothes he needs. He's not like a fashionista. You know, he has like three or four really nice sweatshirts. Um, that's hey, you it. know what? Maybe you should now introduce to Grayson the new holiday tradition, Christmas shopping. Ah, getting presents for others. So, so yeah, the little guy comes down um, because uh, the world ended. I don't know if you know this. The world ended about a week ago because FIFA 2024 was released, and he didn't get it the moment it came out. And he's like, I need to get it right now. And I'm like, uh, you know what? We have a different definition for the word need. <laughs> like, like, like uh, you need oxygen to breathe. And I said, dude, Christmas is this, this coming from a guy who insisted that he needed to go to the bar to go see New England Patriots game every Sunday. So I think he has the correct definition of need. You, uh, all right. He learned it by watching you. Biff, when I, there you go. When I, I don't go to the bar anymore. And they yeah. lose when I went to the bar and watched they won. So oh, maybe listen, listen, maybe listen. this is on me. <laughs> maybe listen, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, I think his definition is pretty accurate based on yours examples. So I uh but seriously, he, I was like, dude, Christmas is in three weeks. We're struggling to get you something. Ten minutes later, his brother comes in and says, Hey, can I get the code for the PlayStation network? I'm gonna get Tristan. I'm gonna buy it for Tristan. I'm like, you know, I said, That's great. You can. But you can buy for him for Christmas, you know, and uh, and then uh, a couple hours later, I uh, they went around me, started a Google account, started a new PlayStation thing, and he went and got it. And we don't, we don't know what to get them. Uh, we do outings like my my family, like my sister and stuff. Instead of getting presents, it's like, hey, we'll do this together, so, which I think is yeah. nice. I think because honestly, they don't need anything. And but but right. what is nice is they now have shopping lists for a couple friends of theirs who. Mm-hmm aren't as privileged and spoiled and it's like right. great you know and it's true it's it's you don't really get christmas until you're the one giving gifts i think oh yeah i mean i remember when i first got if like a basically a full-time job and i went nuts like buying my sister you know i had like one younger sister who i lived with and she you know asked for a bunch of stuff for christmas and i got her everything on the list everything on the list and wow. it was like uh, it was one of those things where it's like like she uh, one of the things she asked for was a this is how long ago it was it was a cd organizer oh so oh. i got her the cd organizer and that's what i wrapped everything like i wrapped the oh. cd organizer and but inside the cd the organizer was everything else yeah. that she asked that's for. cool so yeah. <laughs> like all the cds like all the little everything yeah. else yeah it's like, and and one of my one of my favorite Christmas. I mean, it's hard to remember what I got for Father's Day. Oh, like nothing. Um, I'm eight, maybe I'm nine. Uh, we didn't have stuff, but my sister was babysitting. She bought me a bike for Christmas, and to wow. this day, like that, like I've 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 just had the best sister. Like you know, she has because mom worked three jobs, so she went from being like you know seven eight to like. 
14 and responsible overnight. Like she was a, and how crazy is that? Like I look at, you know, kids now it's like she was babysitting and I don't mean watching me and my brother while mom went to the store. I mean, the neighbors are going out for the night, getting home at two in the morning drunk and she's watching their kids for five bucks. And, but she did, she bought me that bike. And, and that, cool. that I think is when Christmas really hit home for me. It's like, Oh, this is how she felt about that. But it's true. It's like, the, you know, the outreach and giving, but especially if it's somebody, dude, dude, that's a great, Joe, I've known you forever. I didn't know that story. Now, you know, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, yes. So, so, you know, in my, in my, so I, 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 I got to say, this is really, you know, everybody thinks it's really sad and it's not really for me, but I actually don't have like these Christmas memories because like we never really, uh, I you know, Christmas gift giving really isn't a thing in Japan. So I don't remember actually getting, you know, uh, Christmas gifts of any significance like ever. Like I don't remember any, there's, there was not definitely zero of that. Oh, I'm going to wake up for Christmas to open my presents. That was not a thing in my household, but what the Japanese do, which is, I think is, you know, a little bit makes it easier on new year's day, kids get cash and that's it. Yeah. Oh, nice. No shopping. Kids get cash. Wait, so the cash goes into like a like a, a sensible savings account <laughs> <laughs> with, a, so with a good interest rate. Is. No, so what's what's funny is is that um, it is very typical. I and I've had this uh, conversation with uh, um, with Scotty Black, where the kids get that New Year's cash, and then mom will always take a lot of it away to say that's too much money for for the kids. And- <laughs> I know it's like right? what the hell. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it works. So I asked Scott, "Did that happen at your household?" Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and to be fair, right when you're getting like, I mean, you might be hauling in like you know, like eight hundred bucks, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when a homeless person wins the lottery. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh no, that's too much money for a homeless person. I mean, I'm right. sorry, unhoused. Yeah. <laughs> Did I so. make? So I made a. That's a that's a bad uh, analogy, and I apologize to all the unhoused <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, no, I, that, uh, right. I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, we, we can't even, you know, we have like, you know, 18 people listening to our podcast. I, you know, I don't know who that would have offended <laughs> of, of the 18. So. Uh, well, Biff, when you end up having, you know, you, you know, your kid did, 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 I'm guessing he had a traditional Christmas, right? Did oh yeah, you- yeah. So we've been, you know, so I've been, you know, obviously I've been on, but I, you know, I mean, and obviously, you know, um, uh, I married into, you know, in, into a, uh, uh, fatherhood. So, you know, that's, you know, so in my house, you know, as we do this, right. But I'm like the worst person for them to shop to, because I, you know, like I never want anything and I don't really feel like I want anything for Christmas. And then, uh, what if I, if I really feel like I need something, I just kind of get it. So right. yeah, I'm the worst person to shop. Well, to. You know what I want for Christmas? Five minutes alone. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, am I a bad person? Cause on father's day, the one thing I want is just not see my fucking family, <laughs> you know, have a kind of father's day that my father always got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode four. That issues. But, they, yeah. but it became, you know, father's day every day for him for after a while. Uh. But, 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 uh, you know, the first few years, I just thought he was really good at hide and seek. Uh, no, but recently, it's it's funny because management is talking about, you know, we want to do a family trip to London. We want to do a family trip, you know, to, to Japan. And she was saying, hey, we have to cut talking with the boys. We have to be smart about these things. It's like we can't go to Wendy's on the way to your football game to the little guy and then hit friendlies on the way back like like it, it's 10 bucks here it's 15 bucks here it's a, and, and look we you know we're not gonna buy x y and c we ha- we all have to cut back on this i'm cutting back and then the youngest one was like 
well, what's public cutting back on? And my, you know, management looks at him. The little one goes, tell me what Papa buys for himself. Like when Papa goes to the store, you go, go think about this for a second. What's in the cart? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What, you know, and it's like, cause I don't be, it's like, I, I, I'm a minimalist. My, my you know what you get? A receipt. Every time you, that's the only thing that you come out of that store with. But, and that's the thing. It's like, it's true. It's like, I'm happy them getting things. I don't want things. That, like, but my thing is spending time with my friends on a podcast and going and doing stand up. You know, I mean, I'm happy enough doing that. I don't need, you know, things. So I'm, I am a hard person to buy for. So I say, I'm, don't, don't buy me things. Yeah. So get, a, get something for this, do something. We'll do an event together. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, let's, let's, you know, if you yeah. want to give me a Christmas present, sit here and, and, and watch It's a Wonderful Life with me. Or just and- recite the movie from the beginning. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. Or sit there while I recite the movie from the beginning because you're going to fuck it up and it's too important for you to fuck up, you little fucks. Uh, yeah. No, but I do. I, I, I do. I love the holidays. love everything yeah. about them. I'm already sad that they're almost over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do. I love the, I, I love the music. Taylor Swift put out a Christmas song a few years ago. Oh, Biff, you. So. Growing up, you know, I had to hate bands because of snob. Even through college, okay, I started to get to that age maybe 10, 15 years ago where I'm like, hey, this isn't my thing, but it's good. Or, hey, you know what? There's more value in this. And we talked about it a while ago. When China got music, they got everything at once. So right, they were right. simultaneously yep. being introduced yep, yep. to the Beatles. Biff, I cannot believe... And the last week, I might have, from start to finish, at least 12 times, A Twisted Christmas by Twisted Sister. Oh, Twisted Sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fantastic Christmas album. One yeah. song, I forget which song it is, it's, it's We're Not Gonna Take It. It's it, Come it, All Ye Faithful. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> he used to sing, uh, D. Oh. Snyder used to sing in a choir as a kid. So, like, that's like... It comes from a genuine place. Yeah. It, 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 and it feels it. it. It's the music is great. It's one of my, I can't believe it's like if you asked me like 10 years ago, it's like, oh, yeah, Trisha's is fine, a couple of good songs, but would it be one of my favorite Christmas <laughs> albums? Howard Stern recently did a, a segment on like the shittiest um, adaptations of rock songs into Christmas songs. And like, you know, one of them was like uh, Tommy Two Tones Jenny. They did like a charity thing for some album and it was just like Santa Jenny. And it was just like, oh Santa God. Claus is coming to tie down. And it was just the worst. But oh my the God. Oh Come All Ye Faithful slash We're Not Gonna Take It came up. And they're like, they're all like, they're like you know what? This this one's actually pretty good. Like, it it, is, we can't yeah. like make fun. We can't make fun of this one. And, and it's like, how? How has, like, with friends like you, with friends like Scotty, I have other my friend Mike Sullivan. How how have you people not you know, sat me down earlier and said, you know what, you're gonna love this? I don't, I don't know if you've noticed this, but only one person in this you know this conversation goes around saying, "Oh my God, this is great," and sends a you know blast text to everybody. Only one person does that, and I am not one of them. You mean no? Your blaster, you know is. I have Joe telling me, oh, that's a stupid lemon jockey. That's a lemon you're going to get. You know, I, got, I have that voice in my head and stereo. <laughs> you know? it's, it's like, yes. you know. Uh, you know the bombardment uh, of negativity, yes. Uh, no, but. Um, We're the yin and yin of your, <laughs> for you, as far as that goes. But, yes, what else? But that, you know, uh, 
you know, the, the, the world sucks and, and I'm, I'm making an effort to kind of not follow news, which uh, it's hard okay. to do because it's so around us. But, <clears throat> you know, the orange freak just keeps I, I, I would love to be able to go one day without hearing about that person. Uh, just just that that's my Christmas. If I could have one wish to all the kids <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I, you know, again. I'll be honest with you. Most days I don't hear about that orange freak because I don't watch the news. And I don't really, you know, cruise through, you know, Twitter much anymore. And then, like, and the only news that I watch is just to keep my Japanese sharp. So it's like, you know, I get the goofy news from Japan. And uh, that dude doesn't make that frequent of an appearance. You know, I, it's funny that you I, – I referenced you yesterday, by the way. Um, my little guy's best friend is from Brazil, only English speaker in the house. And I asked him, can you still read and write in Portuguese? He's like, yeah, but not as much. And I'm like, you know what, dude? You have to. You gotta stick with it. It's like a second. Don't be Joe. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't be Joe. Don't be my wife. Like my wife is is like same with all of of the children of immigrants who thought learning their parents' language or immigrants themselves who, you know, you know, wanted to assimilate and didn't want to, you know, and it's funny because I was telling him the story. My brother-in-law's from Colombia, but my sister has a special needs bilingual master's degree from Yukon. And the idea was they were going to be a Spanish speaking household mm. outside the house. The yeah. girls would be immersed in English, but yeah. in the home. But my brother-in-law was so desperate to lose his very thick accent. He took oh. dictation class. I mean, he, so, uh, he has failed miserably, and I'm glad because his accent is such a part of who he is and sure. it's endearing and it's sweet and it's his culture. Uh, but his girls end up getting to high school and they're like, thanks dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like could have been the easiest. And, and they did. They passed Spanish with flying colors. Uh, but, but it is, it's one of those things where I wish, I wish we had, we're able to give our boys a, the gift of a second language. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, Lucas do, you got to keep with it. Just, I don't care if it's a, children's book a sesame street book just read a portuguese thing every day for five minutes keep learn to read it learn to write it's going to open doors that you have no idea would not have been open to you because and this is somebody who's seriously dyslexic who tried so hard to learn a language and can't people i know who speak two language fluently pick up a third language like picking up a luggage at the airport it's so much easier to you know pick things up here and there but anyways um you know, when 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 you brought that up, it's like, yeah. When you, I'm glad that you keep up with your Japanese, is because I, I asked you at one point or another if your brother becomes your roommate, would Japanese be the language in the house? And you're like, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Nah. Well, Biff, they're telling us you have to go. I'm getting a yeah. word. I'm getting yeah, a word so, in my ear. Yeah, that it's a, you have a hard it, out. Is, is it a Christmas party you're going to? <laughs> no, 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 no. But. <laughs> Uh, uh okay. well Biff I will uh well wait, wait, will I talk to you before the new year will we have one more well, podcast well depending you know, I mean sure if you're uh, at 14 to 9 it's you know it's going to be 23rd it'll right? be the 23rd Nick two weeks from today oh my sure. goodness what a Christmas present to the listener yeah. <laughs> you know sure, our, our their Christmas does fall on a Monday this yeah. year you're welcome, everybody. Yes. Oh, you're, you're welcome, you're Carnival right. personnel, you know, uh, uh, audience. All right, Biff, we will let right. you go, and, and we'll keep the, uh, you know, the, the, Bye, the love ones. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Fuck, I thought he'd never leave. Oh, oh my God. Now we can off. really talk about it. Right. You know that, that, that shirt he wears? It's like, oh, I wish Jesus. I had it. Oh, What's shirt. with that background? At least put oh. some effort. We have, like, fake backgrounds. He does nothing. No, he's just a fake person is what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so like, you know, let's get into it. Let's get into what's really happening. Uh, it's happened maybe for the sixth or seventh time in the last ten years. Yeah, I've fallen down the Resident Evil 5 <laughs> since we've talked about it last week with our friends on the sideshow. What a I... pathetic loser. Dude... Oh, uh, by the way, I started playing Resident Evil 4. So... <laughs> it's, it's great, right? I mean, I've played it before. But no, I, but, I, but, the, but the updated one with the, with the smoother controls. Dude, honestly, I suck at Resident Evil. I'm, I, I, I played it for the first, like, here's, here's why I'm a bad person. I borrowed it from the library, which is great. It's great to live in a country that still has a library system in place that where you can borrow media, including video games, for extended periods of time. You borrow for two weeks. It renews every other week, you know, or renews every two weeks for another two weeks, like twice. So you can, in theory, borrow a game for six weeks. I borrow this game. I'm on week five with this game. I just started playing it today. And... I'm you saw I'm like I'm just getting into it and I don't know like I, I gotta get used to it I mean like uh, yeah it's cool and very good and, and it's smoother than the original one from 2005 <clears throat> but I suck at Resident Evil like I just like you know because you have the limited amount of uh, inventory you know you can't just pick up everything and hold on to it indefinitely you got to manage your inventory you have to know how to when to shoot like, you know, when you first in Resident Evil 4, you first enter a town that's inhabited by a bunch of zombies and you're told to fight them off, which I tried to do. So I waste all my ammo and I blow everything away. And then all of a sudden I'm about to die. And then this bell goes off. This church bell goes off and everybody, all the zombies lumber into the church. And that's the beginning of the game. Like literally the title pops up Resident Evil 4. And um, and I'm like, oh. Okay, so I didn't need to like waste all of my ammunition. Like I could have like tried to melee and run around and just kind of wait it out. Um, so there's that. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know how far I'm going to get into Resident Evil. And plus, it's scary. Like it kind of oh. it's a little. It, it's you know, it's gross if you play scary. it with headphones. Like the boys were playing it. It's considered the best or one of the best oculus games not mm. in the resident evil thing like that that game in the pantheon of games available on the oculus um because of my motion sickness but more because of my um uh, my wimpy sickness <laughs> it's like no i could i couldn't do it in a dark room like i couldn't do it with the oculus on and be immersed with the sounds right the sensory deprivation on top of being no. scared uh, shitless no, thank uh, well, you. It, it's it's um yeah because with the weapons for those who aren't games like you you can only have so much but if your gun holds ten you kind of constantly like refill it if you can and then you can have some of your supply because you you fold it into like you know into the weapon yep. and and then you have to carry stuff so when you're playing the game you have to know when, when to, to hold them. them right and then you have to know. When to fold them now when the ch when the zombies are chasing them chasing you do you walk away no you run oh <laughs> now when i pick up the pesetas do you count how many no, no, pesetas no. you know you you, you you can count you don't count your money when you're being chased by zombies you can all right you know this, will there be time later when the dealing's done yeah okay all right 
You know who would have been great at that? Um, our resident uh, Kenny Rogers lookalike, Bill Faye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> am I right? Like, like, like little, yes. little, little, little white Jesus, little Kenny Rogers. But then again, I've never seen Kenny Rogers and Jesus in the same room. I was going to say, Kenny, wasn't Kenny, Je- Kenny Rogers the white Jesus anyway? I, I, I always thought so. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's funny. My, my one piece of advice to anybody playing Resident Evil games, it was bestowed upon me by our friend Chris, the senior Resident Evil correspondent for Colorful Personnel. Uh, run. Just, yeah. just, just, just run. You can run away from, even in the boss fight, you can run, regroup, you know, find, you know, find a place to like hide for a second, collect yourself and just keep running, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I, I'm like, I come from that sort of doom mentality where it's like a monster. I have to blow it away. Like I have to clear the room. Like it's, if it's moving and it's not me, I have to shoot it until it's dead. Um, so yeah, it's a whole different way of thinking. But I will say, I, I haven't played Resident Evil 5 in a while, and there, there's these mini games. Dude, it's been a couple years, and I'll be like, oh, there can't be anybody in the waiting room waiting to do these. Co-. No. It's, Online, it's right. Still, it's still there. Like, you don't have to wait more than a couple minutes. I will say how sad it is. Like, wait, I think I recognize that. that the, has this person just like me just jumped back on after two-year hiatus, or have they been playing this game every day? They've been there day? the whole time. Oh, yes. It was inside you the whole time. <laughs> uh, uh, so are, are you getting any new games for Christmas? Um, I don't know. I'm, may, I'm, I'm sure. But, I mean, like, the thing is, like, the game that I, you know, the game that I kind of would want to get is on the PlayStation 5, which I don't have because – it's a lot of money and that's enough. Like I, I can't, I gotta, I have to be happy with the Xbox series X that I bought last Christmas. So I won't be able to play the new Spider-Man game um, for some time, you know, but I am, I am going to start looking into more borrowing games from the library instead yeah. of just buying games because yeah, it's cool to buy the games. Like I bought this new super Mario wonder game that came out for the switch because it's a Mario game. But one game that I didn't buy that I borrowed <clears throat> recently in, in 100% was um, Bowser's Fury, it, Super Mario Bowser's Fury. It's a, it was like a side game for Super Mario Brothers. It was like an open world experiment that it's a very short game. I like think it's much more shorter than the regular big budget Super Mario games. But it was like in order to buy that, you have to buy it with another game that's like 60 bucks. And right. I'm not doing that. And like I already have the other game. So to borrow it and play it for a couple of days and beat it. Perfect. You know? Um, but yeah, the, I might be going that route for a while. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as buying new games, you know, maybe I'll buy games for my kids. Um, but for myself, I don't know when a sale comes up again, that's the other thing is that the, um, the video game awards happened this past week. And they're promoting games that are coming out like in the new year. It's kind of like a second E3, you know, where they just showcase. It's like a big, you know, showcase for video games. And um, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, all the really good games already kind of came out this year. And it's weird that they're doing this now. You know, they, they, you'd think they would be promoting games for the Christmas season because that's when parents buy their kids games. And, I'm, and then I immediately caught myself and I'm like, wait a minute, idiot. The video game market is not parents buying their kids games anymore. It's not 1992. Right, right. It's adults who have disposable income who whenever a game comes out, whether it's January, February, March, they just buy it day one. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter. Yeah. Or or or, or you pre-buy before it comes out. You pay five bucks, and then the day it comes out, it automatically downloads. Or yes. or, or you get the text message from GameStop saying, "Hey." You little junkie. <laughs> yeah, or you buy the hundred and fifty dollar right collector's edition with all the shit that you don't need. Oh, you know, I didn't want to brag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll correct you on that you didn't need. Uh, so it's funny ah. about about you know not needing and things that keep coming back. Dude, you gotta give credit to the people at games like Fortnite. Fortnite, biggest thing in the world, absolute biggest thing in the world. My my twelve year old and uh, nine year old loved it. My 11-year-old and, and 7-year-old loved it. Absolutely the greatest thing. Uh, then it becomes a piece of dog shit that nobody watches, nobody plays. You have to be a loser to play. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they Hold added on. a new thing. There's this. There's this uh, and uh, my oldest guy, who, who likes rap, isn't a huge Eminem fan but likes Eminem. He works one day a week as a lifeguard teaching underprivileged kids how to swim. He wanted to call in because there was going to be an Eminem concert inside Fortnite. And there was a Travis Scott concert inside Fortnite like two years ago that became this kind of um, – a sticking point because the server could only let so many people into this and people were in the waiting room for like, like, like waiting to get into a Taylor Swift concert. If they were selling tickets out the door that day only. Right. And, and people were like trying to log on and then everybody in the world, it's a world, it's a live thing, people logging. And so now they've gone back and forth. Now they made a partnership with Lego and so now there's a Lego Fortnite, and I, you know, right. I'm, I'm looking down at the text message thing saying, "Can I get V bucks?" Which is, I thought, I thought buying V bucks was a thing of the past. You know, I thought, you know, they realized it's like, no, you don't need this crap. You're right. Yeah, it's it's hard. Old habits are hard to break. And then, God forbid, you know, ten years from now they get nostalgic for right. shit like this, and they're gonna rebuy. They're going to rebuy Fortnite for the new platform. You know, I remember playing Fortnite and now oh. it's better than ever. And I don't know. Yeah. So this PlayStation uh, 12 is just. <laughs> yeah. And there's only two PlayStation 12s available. And, you know, <laughs> Elon Musk has both of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah. It, Christmas will be different this time of year or this year um, just because, you know, expenses are up. Um, you know, cost of living is up. Uh, income isn't as up to keep up with the rest of the up. Um, yeah. One quarter but, at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. uh, what's, uh, do you want to, you want to move on to what we're watching? Uh, sport. There's nothing going on in sport. Um, except, you know, again, um, my life isn't as crazy as it was because a month ago the little guy was on two football teams and his brother was on an American football team. But right now the oldest one joined the high school swim team, which is crazy because I didn't play high school hockey. You know, I, I, I didn't play high school hockey, so I didn't get the Letterman jacket. And here's my theater kid freshman who's played varsity football this year and is now on the varsity swim team, <laughs> you know, um, at least their, their, uh, their practices are at the trade school, a half a mile away, same place. He, he's a lifeguard on the weekend on Saturdays for the little rec department. So that's it. And I'm kind of bummed because the other one, uh, you know, football's only twice a week and he needs more, you know, but that's why you got to get him FIFA. 
you know, so he can <laughs> fill the gaps. You know, uh, but he is, you know, so so we got to figure out like, you know, what winter kind of kind of, you know, thing. Winter that's the is only, coming. That's the only <laughs> that's the only sports, you know, Biff's not here to tell us what's going on with the NHL. Yep. Yeah. I mean, did you know that there is an, uh, an NBA tournament happening now? That's I, the, what the what is that? I, I'm old and a nerd. Just what this year. That? Just this year. And yeah. I don't know the details, but they had they decided. What I know about the NBA is this, Joe. The NBA season starts a week or two after the NHL in the beginning of August. But the NBA really doesn't start until Christmas Day. Like Christmas Day is, outside of the playoffs, the most watched NBA day of the year. Like they have a triple header of football on Christmas, and they've done that for 20 years. That's when the NBA season really starts, you know, because baseball starts early April, but does it? Right. <laughs> you know, um, you know, the NFL, because there's so few games, you know, it starts day day one. The first game, Matt, the first game in the NFL matters. It really, really does. College football, you lose your first game and you just yeah. kiss, kiss, you know, there's the top five bowl games off right. the plate. You know what I mean? Right. You know, um, so 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 yeah, they're playing the my pillow bowl. Right, like thank you. Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ! But all the all the products you could have referenced. Uh, <laughs> but 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 the um, but so the NBA decided. Oh, let's do an intern. And I honestly think, and maybe I'm giving too much credit to things like Welcome to Rexit and Ted Lasso, where people are starting to kind of adapt. A, a European feel to American sports because they have what's called the FA Cup in England, where all the teams are eligible to play. Like the 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 five six divisions, like you know, from the FA Cup in England is you know all the teams, whether you're the Manchester United, aka the New York Yankees, or the Pittsfield Suns single A collegiate baseball and your names are thrown into the hat and the Pittsfield Suns could be playing Manchester U. It's an in-season tournament. And also uh, relegation is being talked about with the MSL and the USSL, the, the, the junior ver varsity version of American soccer over here that, hey, maybe we should adopt the relegation and promotion league that they have for football, you know, everywhere else in the world. Yeah, but the NBA said, you know what, let's have an in-season tournament the second and third month of the season to kind of and I think it's a one-game elimination. Everybody's in it. And I think it, what, the winners get paid more. Right? They get it like a bonus. And let's face it, yeah, if you're LeBron on the Lakers and your salary is $30 million a year and your endorsements are a gazillion dollars a year. It's just, LeBron's one guy out of hundreds of guys. Uh, on that Yes, league. but – it is. It's the lowest paid guy in the NBA is not the lowest paid guy in the NFL. You know what I mean? Or or the NHL. But still, yeah, it's it, it's bragging rights, I think. But yeah, and I was only know this much about it because, you know, I was driving the other day and listening to NPR and they were basically saying this is the first year. And the reason it's been successful is LeBron has been taking it really super seriously. 
Mm. Like he dropped 30 points in a game the other day, um, which is elevate. He's elevating his play. He's, he's treating it like it's a real thing. So other players are treating it like it's a real thing. Yeah. That, I guess that appeals to the over competitive overachievers, the legends, the superstars of the NBA. Like if Michael Jordan had that same. Oh yeah. Thing, right. Like he'd be like, Oh yeah, no, I'm winning this fucking thing. Pete Rose ended an all-star catcher's career and an all-star game very crashing into him right very fast like like 1976 78 trying to score on a on a bloop single from second base the guy wasn't a catcher he was playing in the all-star game an all-star catcher and he (laughs) ruins the guys and back then like now about like 20 years ago they said oh Whoever wins the All-Star game, the National League team, if the National League win the All-Star game, the National League will host. Right, in the World Series. That could actually make a difference coming for Game 7, you know, type thing. Game 5, Game 7. Right, you play for home field advantage in the... World Series, but, but back then, right? Same thing. Michael Jordan. I can't imagine Michael Jordan in an in in season tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, he took everything seriously. Like, if you, you challenged him to a game of like, you know, uh, 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 paper, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. You know, he'd be like, oh, okay, it's on, motherfucker. We're gonna be playing this until I win. Uh, hey, paper, rock, scissors. Thank you for for. Little the oldest guy wants to hit the gym more, and the youngest guy kind of does, but kind of doesn't want to. So we've been hitting the gym, and it's funny. We there's you know it's always there's only so many certain machines, and me and the oldest guy get to machine coming walking up from the left as another dude gets there walking up from the right at the same time, and he's like, "Are you using this?" It's like, "Yeah, we're going to." He's like, "Oh, okay." Um, because, you know, I'm so intimidating looking. And I said, I tell you what, rock, paper, scissors. And it was really fun that we did rock, paper, scissors to, to, to see who got to use the machine. So two out of three? or We first? did two out of three. We did okay, two good. out of That's three. That's fair. Fair. You know, because uh, I did. I won the first one. And he, he's like, he's like, Don, I said, dude, where are you going? You know, that's, you know, you, you know how this works, babe. You get back over here. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 yeah. No, thank you for bringing that back. Is it in. one, two, three shoot? Yeah. One, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One. And we, and we, and we, we established that at the beginning. You do the old, do you know, three. banging the fist. Yep. Yeah. You're banging yep. your fist on your palm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just, uh, just to settle things like it, like that and in gym between two adults. I think that's like you. a, mo- that's a modern day duel, you know, yep. like, you yep. know. It's it's a it's a, a sophisticated. You, you, you uh, know, think where this country would have been if Alexander Hamilton had done rock paper sister with Alexander <laughs> Burr. Hey, we wouldn't have had Hamilton. You, you know what? I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> yes. Good riddance, I say. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but that that's it. I mean, are you watching anything, Joe? Oh, am I? Are you? You know what I'm watching or have watched? Oh, uh, it's a little documentary oh. about a certain special. Uh, it, a special special, if you will, a CBS special presentation, a holiday special from 1978. It's called A Disturbance in the Force, How the Star Wars Holiday Special Happened. And it is uh, executive produced by Adam F. Goldberg, who did the Goldbergs. And it is fantastic, magnifique. Is it longer c'est bon. than a special? And, uh, no, it's actually shorter. I think it's 90 minutes. It's a special, maybe without commercials. Okay. Well, it, it's about the same. But um, 
it's everything you hoped for, uh, virtually everything you hoped for. Like I think the only person that didn't make um, on camera appearances were the you know main cast of Star Wars and George Lucas, but like the producer, the uh, secondary director that was called in because the first director was let go. Uh, Bruce Valanche, um, comedy variety special writer extraordinaire. Um, there's a you have a guest appearances by um, uh, a weird Al Yankovic, uh, Patton Oswalt, um, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. Um, Seth Green, uh, Taron Killam. He's funny in this thing too. Um, just great. Uh, just great overall uh paints a picture of what you know maybe what the kids today wouldn't know what a variety show was which i think is sad um i mean it 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 lays everything out it's like here's star wars right here's the phenomenon of star wars we kind of go through the motions yeah 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 now here's what we have to do in the years between star wars a new hope and empire strikes back or just back then it was called star wars and the empire strikes back we gotta keep this gravy train rolling and there's only so many things that we can do what do we do well we we have these variety shows where celebrities make guest appearances on okay let's do one with r2d2 c3po and b arthur no 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 and donnie and marie osmond right because they had that oh they had that that sketch that appeared with also, Paul Lind as like a Moff Tarkin type, um, but they had like this big cheesy musical number. Chris Christopherson played uh, they the had, Han Solo. They, they had big musical numbers. Is what you meant to say? Yes, yes. Like, I'm sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> but the long and the short of it is, is that look, those types of variety specials helped keep the Star Wars fandom alive. You know, and they actually get into like the like the person who was responsible for building up the hype at these comic cons for star Wars before star Wars was even released and how they then parlay that into the marketing for star Wars, the franchise over the next couple of years. And then eventually the culmination of like, well, how did the star Wars holiday special actually become what it was? And then where did it go awry? Well, how much did George Lucas, actually uh do how much how much was he involved in and you'd be kind of surprised there's some interesting and very good information in this documentary i can't recommend it enough i wish the the ending was a little too like blip i think like it could have ended on like a much higher kind of you know but overall it was very informative um very comprehensive funny and well done um uh 10 out of 10 i say no i i nine out of 10 i say i'm i'm really hoping to get to watch it maybe tonight depending on yeah within the next manage like i said management hits the road on wednesday and i have uh some more time there'll be time because uh um well you you uh, see it's not a paid position per se, but she's taken on a full-time second job of watching the entire series of Suits 
inside uh, a month. Okay. She's now so, on the final season, which is on Peacock. Like the first eight seasons were on Netflix. Hold on. I'll, I'll give everybody a chance to get a pen so they can write this down. Right, right now you got it. Okay. Okay. So the first eight seasons are on P uh, on Netflix, but for some reason, the ninth season is on Peacock. So she's now, I, I honestly, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, Every waking moment she has, and she works so much, but it's like she'll, she's so desperate. It's so close to the end, and she needs to finish it. Um, and but now because Suits has done so phenomenally well, they're talking about bringing it back. Wow. So, so we'll, I don't think I don't know if Meghan Markle is gonna be be reprising her character. You never but know. You never know. Uh, but yeah, no that that holiday special. You and I watched it for the first time together a few years ago, and uh, I, I'll speak for myself. I'd seen it a number of times. Much more enjoyable watching it with somebody. Oh um, God, yes. I mean, it they was even great. make a uh, in the documentary. They even have like Seth Green talks about like you know he rented out a theater. To like um, have like all of his buddies kind of watch the Star Wars holiday special, or like when they were, I think that maybe they were working on like one of the robot chicken things. Yep. And he like the first thing that they did was like, you know, to get in the mood, like we're gonna watch the holiday special, and we're just gonna see how long people can last. You know, like you know everybody gets in there and getting starts, and then you tap out when you want, and you know. But just let's let's see who can make it the longest. And then like immediately, like people were just like five minutes in, ten minutes in, you know, I'm out. You know, they were they they have a timer or like somebody asked the question like, how much of the Star Wars holiday special at the beginning is there no discernible dialogue because it all takes place in the Wookiee family? And they have like a little fast forward motion and it shows like how much time it took. Um it's not a zero number, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and and again, because it's it's 2023 and it was a star-studded cast for 1977, 78, 78, you know. Uh it, it's it, yeah, I don't know if people realize, dude. Art Carney? Big. And Money. Then, you know what? Money. Like, also, thank God for Art Carney because he was the interpreter. They didn't want to do subtitles because they thought that American audiences at the time, the TV audiences wouldn't want to read subtitles. You they know? were probably right. Yeah, yeah, especially kids, you know. Yeah. So, but let's instead uh, put this, you know, Wookiee language on there for nine minutes and 11 seconds. <laughs> it, 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 it. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to to the documentary. I really am. The only thing I've seen, like 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Uh, Al the Toy Man, who was a guest on the podcast, highly recommended The Bear. Okay, it's a little intense, you know, kind of for me, but it's uh, it's fun, you know, it's it's good. I I, I because it's so intense and it's a little too real, you know, and the anxiety. Uh, no capes. <laughs> Uh, nobody's flying you know um but it's uh it, it is and uh the first four episodes of season two of invincible has dropped which is great yeah. like that that is a really really great it, it took a turn like episode three season two i'm like oh shit type thing finished ahsoka finally um loved it uh, mm -hmm. you know obviously it ended you know spoiler alert it's like there has to be a season two like, like, you know, it's like, you know, it's, 
They, they like they, which which maybe doesn't have to, but you know, I would I would be surprised. Andor is a one season thing, right? No, no. Andor oh. Andor was shooting when the strike happened. Oh, so right. So it's been pushed, and they were like ninety percent, eighty percent done with principal photography, and then there's a six months, you know, hiatus, and so you know, and it's like, and and, and you know how like all that stuff works, so. They will. It was supposed to be next year, but probably twenty twenty five release. Um, yeah. You know, you know, we'll yeah. see. We'll, you know, we, we will definitely see. Uh, you know, we never talk. We talk a little bit about podcasts, but what we watch, I, uh, I, and I, I will speak for both of us. If you uh, like to laugh, I, uh, no. you have to listen to Robert Smigel on Conan O'Brien. A week ago like that i called joe and i'm like i think i laughed more in the first five minutes before they and for those who don't know for the uninitiated robert smigel is triumph the incel comic um a long time writer on snl a tv funhouse like you know all those little like cartoons in like the 90s the 80s and 90s on saturday night live but i mean he's written more things than you that bears uh, and then you know uh, he was on to promote his new movie Leo, with the stars a- a- animated movie stars you know uh, Bill Burr and Adam Sandler. It is fantastic. It's a- did you see it yet? No, but I will watch it out of respect to Robert Smigel because I've been in like I texted you a while ago. I've been in nerd comedy heaven because Robert Smigel was on uh, the Greg Fitzsimmons podcast. He was on like you said Conan O'Brien's podcast, and then. There, I listen to a podcast called Talking Simpsons. They also do these two guys who talk about the Simpsons, and but they also have a side podcast called What a Cartoon, where they talk about like cartoon shows and movies and stuff like that. And this month's episode was TV Funhouse's Christmas episode, oh. um, which is great. Um, they but but again, TV Funhouse. Not Saturday TV Funhouse, which is what the animated stuff, like those little interstitials on Saturday Night Live were, but this is the Comedy Central, like 13 episode, maybe, uh, like 1999-2000 era. Um, it was like a once a week show. And it was like a, you know, it was a cheesy takeoff of like a 60s kids show where they show cartoons. Uh, but it's it has a lot of, animal puppets it has a lot of real animals um has this kind of like simple guy named doug who's the host and the christmas episode is where he gets taken advantage of by like all the the animal friends the animals oh, yeah, yeah yeah and they they want to steal his christmas cheer which they think is, is is you know the tingly feeling you get on your spine and they go spine eh and then they basically give him a spinal tap and like <sighs> take out this the fluid and then they freebase it and snort the the christmas cheer from this poor guy and they go on this christmas bender it's it's fantastic and it's great and robert smigel of course voices two of the dogs both of which sound suspiciously like triumph uh but i but my thing with conan is they love each other Yes. And, and when you have, there's been different podcaster shows, and we've talked about it when different people on late night, whether it's Carson having Don on, Don Rickles on, or something like that. Which, by the way, uh, you know the the. No, I won't go down that rabbit hole. But uh, oh, right, that little documentary that Judd Apatow did. 
with Bob Newhart and uh, the friendship between Bob Newhart and uh, Donald Rickles. It, it's 20 wonderful. minutes of magic. It's online. It, it's on like the New Yorker website of all places. I, I mean, when you just think of those guys comedy and now think best friends. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, like they would go on family trips to China together, which back in the 70s to go to China together. Well, a big deal. Huge. Thanks, Thanks to Nixon. Thanks Hello. to, you know, you know, only Nixon could go to China. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm, I'm watching the bear, watching that. Um, yeah, do we, we, we do. We live in a, how I get any work done, how I ever leave the house. <laughs> work. Uh, I, 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 you know, um, you know, yeah, no, but but that that that's all that's going on here. You got a parenting tip to wrap things up as we head off to the sunset and me go upstairs and play Resident Evil Five. <laughs> Which one am I going to throw my sixteen-year-old off his system, the PS Five in his room, or do I go up the other one and you know use the PS Four? It's, it's so many tough choices. I don't know. The PS Five it does it doesn't offer graphical upgrades. You know, you really don't. Uh, I would say parenting tip. <clears throat> I think I gave it earlier. Um, teach your kids early, as soon as possible, the gift of giving. Yep. You know, they really don't, you know, these kids today, I mean, they don't, they don't know the value of a dollar. They don't know how to save for a house like I do. They don't know how, they just fritter it away on video games and fast food. I mean, wait, no, wait, that's me. That's <laughs> me. Uh, don't do that. Uh, what you do is you teach your kids to give. They say, hey, by the way, now that you're making a little income, uh, you know, have a little something for your kids. Uh, not your kids. I'm sorry. Your 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 brother or your sibling or whatever or your friend. You know, like maybe, maybe your aunt needs a new CD organizer. Maybe look into it. <laughs> you know, CDs are coming back. I hear. Yeah. Albums. Did they ever are. go away? They. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah no I won't I don't have a CD player in my car I don't think they have them anymore I have a CD player in my you car. do okay yeah you know um but yeah but, no my my parenting tip is give them the gift of giving you know uh, my parenting tip is is a little different um my little guy was in another scuffle at school this week protecting uh, a, a kid was getting bullied and he went in and um. Basically, my parenting tip to him was, uh, yeah, you got to advocate for yourself, uh, you know, at all, any and all costs. Uh, long story short, um, this was the one time, well, it was not the one time, but in this case, he clearly, clearly went to the aid of a specialty child who was getting bullied, and some bully decided to push him from behind, and um, he got up and he threw the kid a beating of a lifetime. <laughs> and my parenting tip is good. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, it's funny because when we got the phone call and, and his brother's in the car next to me and it's like, and the principal saying, Oh, well, you know, he went, he, he intervened and the kid pushed him he hit him in the face and then the kid pushed him down to the ground and kicked him and then he got up and blah 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 and my oldest one looked at me and goes how did he push him down like 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 my little guy's like great at grappling and then it's like the little guy got in the couch like no that's not what happened this is how it happened i would i looked at the other guy made sure he's okay that's when the guy kicked pushed me and kicked me and i'm like i'm like oh okay great great so so my parenting tip is you know hey you know, make sure your 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 kid can throw a bully a good beating if he needs one 
Maybe you should teach your kid not to turn your back. I did. Well, I, I actually, well, I said that to him. I said, dude, you've been trained. Why? He goes, he goes, I've never had a beef with this kid. I didn't think he was going to push me when I was helping up cars. He was helping the other kid. And I said, well, that's why you got to stand sideways. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah, you, you, you always got to check your six. Be, you know? be, be, be in the stance so, you know, if he does have to, you know, if he's going to try to push you, he pushes sideways and you fall into your stance. You don't, you know, you know, hit the ground and stuff like that. So uh, what am I doing? Why, why, <laughs> why do people let me have kids? Like, like, like I, Unfortunately, I there's no vetting when it comes. Like, look at me. I mean, for crying out loud, right? your kids a. are great. Your kids are your kids. Your no kids. Fault. Your kids right now are where again? Um, being spreading bullied. Christmas short. <laughs> no, they're not coming to my house. No, but right. uh, but they're out. And, and look, they're all garbed up. They look. They look like they're from the cast of Spirited. I've That's seen right. the pictures. They look magnificent. They both voices of angels, and they are out there spreading Christmas joy while you and I are talking about Resident Evil Five. You know what? Maybe I should tap their spines and try to get some of that Christmas cheer for myself. So that's it. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're going to do a regular podcast before Christmas or for Christmas. Who knows? I mean, who knows what our schedules will be? Um, but maybe, uh, maybe there'll be a Christmas miracle this year. Um, but for now, we'll consider this the Christmas episode of Carnival Personnel 2023. Um, Biff, we miss you already. Um, RIP, Biff. Oh, no, wait, he's not dead. He's just, um, he just had to leave. He had a heart out. He had to, um, you know, skedaddle. He had out of the bigger fish to fry. Uh, salmon, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll get that later. Um, yeah, you know what? It was it, it was a blast talking to you. I'm going to say it here, Jacques. I love you. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Chinooka, as uh, Smokey Robinson would say. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. The thumping. Thumpity thump, thump, thumpity thump, thump. Listen to Jacques pound the table. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, man. Oh, God. Watch your favorite Rankin-Bass cartoon this holiday season. I, I don't know where you find it now. I, it's, I'm sure you can rent it. Um, Jesus, nobody watches TV anymore. It's not like you, you can't anticipate the CBS special presentation logo for that, you know, one-time airing of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I guess you just have to rent it and pay money to the man. Uh, if you want to see those seminal holiday classics. Oh, you know what? I think they're on the cable channel, uh, Fox, not Fox Family, um, ABC Family or Freeform, I think it's called now. They do the 25 days of Christmas. Um, so if you have cable still, like a troglodyte, then yes, enjoy those holiday classics. Watch Spirited. Watch um, It's a Wonderful Life. Um you know, so that way you can quote along with me, um, you know, scenes like, uh, you know, uh, what's a what's a good scene from It's a Wonderful Life that I haven't already done? Um, uh, you know, uh, what's, what's that magazine? I've never seen that before. Well, of course you have, and only us explorers can get these kinds of magazines. I've just been nominated into the National Geographic Society, and one day I'll be able to, you know, to travel the world and 
uh, go across the sea and maybe I'll have myself a couple of harems. You'll see. Um, and then he, uh, he bends down and uh, Mary uh, Wilkes uh, leans over and says, is this the ear you can't hear in George? George Bailey, I love you till the day I die. And then, uh, then I cry openly <laughs> weeping uh, for that's how that movie ends. It just ends. I think that's the next, <laughs> the next hour is just me sobbing uh, uncontrollably wondering what I've done with my life. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's not, that's not what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with uh, uh, Merry Christmas, you old building and loan you. Merry Christmas, Emporium. Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, bank, right? <laughs> That's all it was. It was just like the bank. Oh, Mr. Gower's, uh, you know, place. That that was also a, a business. Um, Nick, remember, you know, not Nick's. That was uh, uh, Martini's. Uh, Nick's is in the other place. He's a... You know, where do you come off calling me Nick? I don't know you from Adam's off ox. Out you two pixies go through the door out the window. Uh, will you show these gentlemen to the... That was that old man, who, oh, that old rummy was sent up uh, for poisoning a kid for 20 years. Uh, if you must, if you know him, you must be a jailbird yourself. Uh, will you show these gentlemen the door? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and other scenes uh, from the movie. Uh this is called rambling. Jacques, you ed- <laughs> edit edit the dumb parts out and leave the smart parts in. Um, but anyways, uh, Merry Christmas to all. And uh, to all, I don't forget. Did I forget something, big man? God bless.